This extreme cold morning that never seems to want to go away will look as if it's uh, easing on us by the weekend. They often dangle that carrot five or six days down the road, and then it never comes to fruition. But I'm telling you, only what Environment Canada suggests, that by the weekend, highs in the day, minus 11, minus 12, and overnight lows in the minus 20 range instead of the minus 30s. We'll see. We'll see. Greg Morgan here with uh, plenty of uh, airports and travel agencies around the country having to play catch-up still because of the extreme cold. You heard Kevin Martell allude to uh, one couple and their plight coming back from the Dominican. There are hundreds of people who either didn't get to leave on their hot holiday flight or are stuck in places like Mexico, too, without a plane to come home to. One of my good friends, his daughter and husband, supposed to have uh, been... Back on Saturday from Mexico, they're in Puerto Vallarta. Flight gets canceled. Try again Sunday, flight canceled. Nothing yesterday either. In fact, they spent the whole day at the Mexican airport. Not a single person at the desk there seems to know what to tell them, so they've been uh, spending hours themselves on the phone. They actually found another flight to return home yesterday, but then it got canceled. So they're still hanging out at the airport in Mexico this morning. They had travel vouchers up until last night given to them for a hotel. But uh, that is not a a pretty way to end your vacation. It's nice to escape when it's this cold, but it's also a nightmare if you're looking to leave or return when it gets this cold with so many flight cancellations and delays. I only hope it all gets uh, caught up by the time I leave in a couple of weeks from now. Meanwhile, a lot of dead car batteries... Frozen engine blocks, flat tires, too, in the extreme cold. That little light come on yet telling you one of your tires is uh, needs some air? That happens almost daily in weather like this. I bet the phone has been ringing off the hook at a lot of garages until truck operators have already told us that they, they can't even give you a time when they're going to show up if you call them. No ETAs being shared. They just put you on the list. I, I believe our CJME vehicle, we couldn't get it started. It was plugged in. We called a tow truck operator yesterday. We still haven't gotten one here yet. Honestly, I know the teacher strike starts today, a single day. It may seem like an inconvenience for some parents. In fact, for some, it is. But how many of you are actually honestly okay with it? Feeling it's just fine to keep the kids home when it's this cold anyhow. There is no concern about school bus cancellations. There is no school at all in our province today. And yes, the Saskatchewan teachers are having their one-day strike. Classroom sizes are a big sticking point. Yesterday, it was dubbed Mo Monday. Thousands of teachers and parents called and emailed the premier to make their thoughts known on the government's latest contract offer. We even hit the streets to hear how you were feeling about it. Hopefully it's a, a one-day thing and not a, a long-term thing. Not optimal, but I might be able to make it work. I do have kids that are going to be affected by this. Um, 
The good thing is, is I'm going to be at home that day, so it doesn't affect me. It's a tough situation all around, I think. I'm a teacher, so yeah, we'll be uh, we'll be supporting them for sure. I guess both sides feel there's that that's what they need to do to, to come to an agreement, so hopefully something comes out of it. They'll be bundled up on the picking lines in front of the ledge, and uh, I believe, too, they're going to be uh, visible on Albert Street later in the day, too. I recently asked... Saskatchewan Teachers Federation President Samantha Beacott, if she felt this one-day strike would help move the talks along. Uh, well, we're hoping that a single day won't uh, create too much disruption within schools, but also show government that we are serious about negotiating a deal that uh, improves the conditions in our classrooms and supports students not just in a short term, but over a longer period of time. Education Minister Jeremy Cockrell says... Uh that uh, they're eventually going to make a deal. He uh, just hopes they get together. Let's get down to business. Let's start working on, on, on real ideas. If they work, great. We'll do more. If they don't work, on to the next idea. He says declaring teachers an essential service or binding arbitration, not yet on his radar. At least not yet. Say what you want to say. No school today. Won't have to brave the cold there. However, uh, many will have to juggle child care or else uh, choose to work from home, which seems a heck of a lot easier for a lot of people. Ever since the pandemic, I, uh, I know so many people now who continue to work one, maybe two days or more from home in their regular job, whereas before the pandemic, they were not doing that. Very acceptable now, it seems. Uh, coming up with Kevin Martell. Uh, again, we'll be checking in with 980CJME senior reporter Lisa Schick. At uh, least two chiefs on the James Smith Cree Nation seem to agree the first day of that inquest in Melford really started off quite respectfully. But it's still going to be a pretty hard three weeks ahead here. In fact, today the RCMP staff sergeant will finish his very detailed presentation on the investigation into what happened. Yesterday, he spoke about the days and hours leading up to the killings. Today, uh, he'll get into the killings themselves. So it's going to be pretty hard to be sitting there through that inquest, but uh, hopefully some good will come out of it. Yesterday, again, home from work, like you perhaps, just nestled in and watched some football, the NFL. I, I love it. Yesterday, about 400 volunteers started at Five in the morning, morning rather, shoveling and, and clearing snow for the Bills game. And, and they got the field cleaned immaculately. And most of the stairs going up and down through the stadium were clean too. But almost all the rows still had knee-high to waist-high snow. And they just opened the doors to 70,000 fans. They didn't care. They came in, took up wherever they could. And it was a fun game to watch because... Every time the Bills did something great, fans would celebrate by throwing plumes of snow up in the air. It looked pretty cool on television. 31-17 the final. The Bills beat the Steelers. Man, Josh Allen proving again why he's one of the best for Buffalo. Oh, there he goes. No one's going to get him. Incredible breaks it for the touchdown. 52 yards. Unbelievable. Josh Allen. 
Yeah, the QB ran 52 yards, his longest career run. That was pretty cool. But the Bills can also thank a lot of their unsung heroes for that victory. It's kind of cool, some of the background of some of the Bills' defense, which was hit hard by injuries uh, early in the season. Then last week against Miami, they lost both starting corner, uh, Rasul Douglas and linebacker uh, Tyrell Dodson. Uh, and neither was a go to face the Steelers on Monday. And as the game unfolded, we started to see how guys like A.J. Klein, the linebacker, who a week ago was sitting on his couch, and then he he got promoted off the practice roster. He was actually going to be away with his family on vacation this week. But they call him up, and they get him in. And uh, he was playing yesterday and did exceptionally well. And there's this guy, uh, Karar Elum, I believe it is, who had the interception in the end zone. Alum? I messed up his name, I know, but uh, man, he turned an 80-yard touchdown drive into uh, to a Bills moment that is really cool since he's a first-round pick last year who'd been a huge disappointment, healthy scratch all season. He comes in, makes one of the biggest plays of the game, and it was impressive to see all the reinforcements uh, Buffalo has to uh, support their victory. But yeah, that's going to be a big game. They play the Chiefs. On Sunday night now, and in the second wild card, Baker Mayfield and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who finished strong in the regular season. They went 5-1 and one near the end. They just carried on, beating Jalen Hurts. What happened to him? And the Eagles, who lost 32-9. to nine. By the end of the game, Travis's brother, Jason Kelsey, there he was. He was seen crying on the sidelines for what might have been his final game. Kelsey watching. Who knows what his future is. And that will do it. Well, that looks like a man filled with emotion right now. Sure does. He's about the only guy on the uh, the Eagles that I actually care about. Feel bad for the guy, but uh, lovable dude. Bucks move on to play in Detroit Sunday night. Eagles end their losing uh, season. Well, that was just awful. They lost six of seven after going ten and one to start the season. What happened to them? No school today. Might be uh, easier on you, uh, too. It's still remaining uh, miserably cold. So, the fact, you don't have to worry about uh, transportation or dropping the kids off because the school bus is uh, not running isn't even a factor today. But it is an inconvenience. Uh, we've heard from uh, many of you in that regards when we uh, hit the streets. For the most part, most people we talk to are in support of our teachers, and it's not that big of an inconvenience. Hopefully it's a, a one-day thing and not a, a long-term thing. Not optimal, but I might be able to make it work. I do have kids that are going to be affected by this. Um, the good thing is, is I'm going to be at home that day, so it doesn't affect me. It's a tough situation all around, I think. I'm a teacher, so yeah, we'll be uh, we'll be supporting them for sure. I guess both sides feel there's... That that's what they need to do to, to come to an agreement. So hopefully something comes out of it. We'll have to uh, wait and see how much more action uh, teachers might take. Uh, yesterday, they dubbed it Mo Monday, thousands of them. And uh, even parents were calling and emailing the premier uh, to make their thoughts known on the government's latest contract offer.
Hey, a couple interesting notes from the NHL. First, Connor Bedard. Back on the ice. He was wearing an on-contact jersey for the Hawks, but he practiced for the first time since jaw surgery only 10 days ago. Now, his coach, Luke Richardson, said he's not allowed slap shots nor allowed to even think about clenching his teeth while he's on the ice or they're just going to stop him from returning, but uh, he uh, he wanted out there badly. So Connor Bedard, nice to see back on the skates, but uh, yeah, they said nothing about him returning any sooner. He's just getting out there to to feel the ice one more time. Big game between the Oilers and Leafs tonight, right? It's the only ever, it's the only time that if you're in Edmonton, you go to an Oilers game and the Leafs are in town, the cheers are big, right? It's always that way for for Leafs when they uh, play in the Western uh, circuit of the uh, NHL. The Oil are 18-3 in the last 21. Leafs are 4-4-2 in their last 10. In fact, they're on a three-game losing skid, the Leafs. But can they end the Oilers' 10-game winning streak? This will be a fun game tonight. I'll be watching that one. U.S. politics. Former President Trump cruised to a rather easy victory Monday night in the Iowa caucuses. I can't imagine why they think that's a good thing. Donald Trump declaring victory with a historically strong showing in the Iowa caucuses. If these numbers hold, the biggest victory for a non-incumbent president in the modern era for this contest. Yeah, CNN and all the major network newsrooms pretty much made the call for Trump a half hour into the caucuses getting underway in the Hawkeye State. Lightning fast victory gives him a crucial early victory in his bid to return to the White House. And it does look like Ron DeSantis came in second, Nikki Haley in third. But Matt, if you stop for a minute and consider how much time and effort like DeSantis and uh, Nikki spent all the money in the attempt to win Iowa, running around all Iowa's 99 counties, They've been doing it for the last year, and then to lose in the first 30 minutes after the caucus begins. Losing to a man who has spent more time in Manhattan courtroom than the entire state of Iowa? That has got to hurt. Today, Trump is going to be in New York to attend the E. Jean Carroll trial. Another award show last night. This one was the Emmys, recognizing the best in television, of course. I was kind of flipping back and forth from football to this. Rather interesting at times. I'm kind of sick and tired of award shows, but uh, just flipping around last night, the big winners were Succession. I have yet to watch that. Everyone tells me you gotta. And The Bear, I have yet to see that. Everyone tells me I gotta stream that too. Anyhow, both of them with six wins each. Limited series Beef, which I hear is great on Netflix. It won five awards. But uh, one of the show's highlights, Christina Applegate coming out to present an award. She's dealing with MS, walked out with assistance of a cane. And the Married with Children star kind of joked about her illness as everyone stood to applaud. Thank you so much. Oh, my God. You're totally shaming me with disability by standing up. It's fine. Okay. Um, (laughs) Body not by Ozempic. Okay, let's go. And the show also featured cast reunions throughout, which was kind of neat. That's why I kept flipping back. Uh, One moment I saw the entire cast of the uh, Grey's Anatomy. Uh, then Martin, The Sopranos, Ally McBeal, and even Cheers. This feels nice to be here in front of all of you. Thank you. Uh, look, Ted, why don't you just think of it as a 
long overdue class reunion. Huh? And being together brings back some great memories of a show we're all very proud of. Yeah, and if somebody has the envelope, we can present the award. Uh, yeah, uh, that hey. one rings. Right. Yeah, Nora, played by George Wentz, shows up in the envelope uh, as he enters the bar. It was kind of neat to, to to see cast and crew of shows that I uh, grew up watching reunite, like Ally McBeal too. That was that was kind of neat as well. Well, if you're still waiting for a hero that looks like a tow truck operator, they've been so busy that uh, a lot of them don't even give you a time they're going to be there. They just put you on a list. Uh, Hopefully your car is starting this morning and you're not stressing out about it. Perhaps you're staying home because uh, the kids have to with a teacher's strike. It's still miserably cold. However, uh, the weekend shows highs of minus 11, minus 12. We never thought. Uh, minus 11 would sound so good, but it does right about now. But we've been so spoiled through November, December. Most of winter's behind us now. The majority of it, seriously. We got ways to go, but a good chunk of it's behind us now. Hey, Hope's Home is excited to be hosting the 6th Annual Swinging with the Stars Saturday night. Over the last few years, it has raised over $600,000 for Hope's Home. One of my friends, Jen Dean, who you occasionally hear on this show as our family life coach, is dancing in it. Hoping to win this weekend, right? Oh, yes, please. Not just for me, but for families all throughout Saskatchewan. I am participating in a fundraiser called Swinging with the Stars, which is kind of like Dancing with the Stars. I'm getting matched up with a dance instructor, and I have to perform a whole thing, a whole dance on a stage in front of judges, and it's terrifying. All right, so you got to do a, what, a two- or three-minute routine? Yeah, three-minute disco dance routine. A disco dance. Did yeah. you have a say in the era that you would dance to? Absolutely. I love disco. Oh, okay. So, well, so I'm what, excited what, about that. What is it? Is it the Bee Gees? Come on, tell me. There's the Bee Gees. Oh, okay. There's some Donna Summer in there. Nice, Yeah, nice. it's going to be good. What is it like having to learn a two- to three-minute routine? <laughs> now, how many weeks have you been practicing so oh, far? Oh, about 12. Really? My instructor is amazing. Now, keep in mind, Greg, I have zero dance experience. Yeah. The only dancing I've ever done was in my 20s when I would dance on speakers in the clubs. That's it. That's the only experience (laughs) I have. I'm leaning into that. Every week, I would meet with my instructor, Sydney, who's amazing, and we would... We'd go over about 15, 20 seconds of the routine. Some of the moves in particular took me a lot of weeks. Yeah. (laughs) And you're going up other city influencers who are Mm -hmm. paired with professional dancers. I'm particularly scared because I'm going up against people who are, you know, one of them is a doctor. She's a pediatrician. She saves babies. How can I trash talk her when she saves babies? Well, yeah, that's going to be a little (laughs) difficult. Swinging with the stars, like dancing with the stars. Anyone can go to this. You're selling tickets for this too, right? You can buy tickets to attend. You can go to hopeshome.org and vote for Team Jen in Sydney, please. Now, how much do you have to raise? Well, I my goal was 10000 and we'll see. We'll see. There's still time. I got a week. It could happen. And where does all the money go? How does Hope's Home use it? Well, this particular fundraiser is actually going to go to provide care for kids during daycare. Uh, so f- normally... Parents with kids with complex medical needs, in addition to the regular parenting mom and dad stuff, they have extra appointments, doctor's appointments, um, physio appointments, 
speech pathology appointments. Well, we want to provide that right in-house in the daycare so that when parents come and pick up their kids after work, that's all done. The professionals have come to them. They've had their sessions. They've done the therapies. And parents can take their kids home and just be mom and dad. That's awesome. And what has all this dancing done to your feet? (laughs) Well, I'm hoping that I'm going to have some really awesome disco moves after this (laughs) that I can keep forever. But I will tell you, uh, leading up to this event now, my feet are getting pretty sore. I bet. Well, good luck. It's this Saturday night at the Delta, right? That's right. And as long as tickets are available, uh, hit up the website one more time. Hopeshome.org. Make sure you click on Jen's picture there. Yes, please. And make a donation. Thank you, Jen. Thanks, Greg.